This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. As I travel around, I still have people say, well, why are you so hard on communists? They're just another political party like any other, and a poor minority at that, and so misunderstood. Well, we don't want them misunderstood, and that's why we're making this film. And that's why I say they are lying. Dirty, shrewd, godless, murderous, determined, and it is not an American political party like any other. It's an outlaw organization taking its orders and instructions from another government to do everything possible to destroy our government. It's an international criminal conspiracy. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and today we got a big show for you. What you just heard was a clip from the 1950s. His name is Herbert Philbrick. Very popular individual back then because he was exposing tremendously the communism that is infiltrated in this country. That clip talks about the nature or the true nature of communism. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in the podcast. Also on the podcast, what happened on June the 7th of 1957? Do you know the sound of communism? Well, after today, you will know what the sound of communism is. Last but not least, the bonehead. Got a good one. Got to listen to this because it's here it's today, and it's happening with our kids. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. The true nature of communism is to infiltrate into the society that they're trying to take over and deceive that society. Part of what they do is they actually use the laws in their favor so that they can bring out their people in a free society to overturn the government to give them the free society in the first place. Well, freedom of speech to be exact. And that's what happened in 1957, specifically June the 17th. It was called Red Monday. Red Monday. The Supreme Court limits anti-communist measures. That's what happened in 1957. Limiting anti-communist measures, but that's not actually what happened. Known as Red Monday, this day marked a historical turning point for the Supreme Court. The court issued four rulings, all of which struck down anti-communist measures. Anti-communist measures against communism in the 1950s. And they did this under the pretense 
of freedom of speech. You can look it up on Wikipedia. Yes, like I said, sometimes they have the truth, and this is the truth. There was four lawsuits specifically against the United States. The main one was called Yates versus the United States. The decision was announced on the same day as several other decisions in which communists were on the winning side, said Watkins versus U.S. States, United States, and Sweezy versus New Hampshire. The day was called Red Monday by some anti-communists who disagreed with the decision. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover called the decision the greatest victory for the Communist Party in America ever received. And that is absolutely true. We were identifying the encroachment of communism into our society. The government was stopping it and doing the things that they are supposed to do to support and defend the Constitution against the United States. Foreign and domestic, anyone that's against the United States, foreign and domestic. And this is what the judge said, the reason that they sided with these anti-communists because they were using their free speech, which means they can say whatever they want and threaten whoever they want. Writing for the majority, Justice John Marshall Heron introduced the notion of balancing society's rights of self-preservation against the right to free speech. So he wrote, We are thus faced with the question whether the Smith Act prohibits advocacy and teaching of forcible overthrow as an abstract principle, divorced from any effort to instigate action to the end, so long as such advocacy or teaching is engaged in with evil intent. We hold that it does not, according to this situation, that there was no evil intent. These people raising up communists in this country have evil intent. But in 1957, the United States Supreme Court upheld their freedom of speech saying they did not prove evil intent. So that is Red Monday in 1957. So exactly what does communism sound like? What is the sound of communism? It has a sound. If you can hear and listen, you will know what the sound of communism is. So take a good listen at this cut. My name is John Bechtel. I bring greetings and solidarity from the Communist Party. We are here marching side by side. We'll sleep here. Hey guys, what does the red flag mean? Communism? Yes, sir. You guys are communists? Yes, sir. 99%. Like to start, start each general assembly, each general assembly with, the reminder with the reminder that Occupy Chicago, that Occupy Chicago and all the 
Occupy movement. And all the Occupy movements are peaceful and nonviolent. are protesting peacefully because they think that the economy is not fair. Okay, thank you. That's what communism sounds like. Very similar to what it was like when I was in grade school in the first and second grade, when the class had to repeat what the teacher said when we were trying to learn our ABCs. Because by saying it, we could remember it. Brainwashing, yes, but brainwashing in the terms of what is good so we can learn what is right and true and be able to communicate. However, this is what the communists do. They infiltrate these young minds, get them into their movement, and then they become zombies to people with big, fat mouths. And they think the louder they scream the more they're going to accomplish. Well, they're doing a good job of it because there's now millions of these people in this country with big mouths talking this trash of communism. That's what it sounds like. It's not all the noise and the clacking. It's the sound of these loud voices listening and repeating, listening and repeating. Brainwash, brainwash, brainwash. The sound of communism. And it's all over the world. One of those cuts that you heard is from Australia. Black Lives Matter doing the same thing. This is their MO. This is how they operate. Take the minions, take the idiots that can't think for themselves, make them into this army of idiots and then change the mind of the regular people around them thinking, oh, they got a rightful cause. That's the sound of communism. So this begins at a very early age now in America. Three, four, five, sixth grade students are now getting this indoctrination into communism. What you're going to hear now is the Bonehead Award. This is a young kid, a teenager. Matter of fact, he might even not even be 13 years old. And this is what he thinks about communism and why he thinks communism is good. You know why communism is better than capitalism? I'll tell you why. Because when I was a kid, my mom bought me the new Nintendo. My mom bought me the newest iPhones. My mom bought me the newest MacBooks, and she got me a nice 3 Series too. So my mom got me all the good stuff, but now I'm 22 years old, and my parents want me to pay for this myself. So all I can say is, I hate you dad. I want communism, because I want all my stuff for free in life. And I don't want to do anything else but put myself into the into the new social media machine where I can download stuff and become one with it. I need money. I need money, but I don't want to work a, an imperialistic, capitalistic job. I don't want to do that. I want free money. I want everything for free. I want the world for free. Because that's what communism is all about. 
Take a moment and let that sink into your head. A juvenile thinking this way. Now, those parents that love their children and want them to become great people and citizens of this world and citizens of America would correct this person until he understood that he is an individual. Communism has nothing to do with individual. And that he would be proud to earn the things in life because he would appreciate it more. And I can go on and on, and I'm speaking to the choir. We all raise kids, and my kids are not like this. And hopefully my grandkids will not be like this. But this is a prime example of what communism is doing to your kids. I can't explain it any better than that. I want to reach out again to vitalamerica.org. These are veterans that are doing exactly what I'm doing. But they have an organization, a structure to go into each state, train veterans to help them to teach the Constitution and teach the freedoms and liberties that we have to these young kids and hopefully change the way this is going with this communist idea. So go check them out if you're a veteran vitalamerica.org also convention of states the convention of states is standing up a grassroots army and this grassroots army is for the sole purpose of self-governance to get our country back as we the people and we're also proposing amendments to the constitution using the states bypassing the federal government having a Convention where we as the people in the states can make changes to the Constitution that is necessary to control the federal government, specifically the size of the federal government, term limits for every single one of them in the swamp, and some type of balanced budget requirement by this government. Conventionofstates.com, check it out, sign the petition. Join the movement, which is four million strong and getting stronger every day so that we can get a hold of this federal government. With that, patriots, I am asking you dearly to stand up, show up and speak up everywhere, anywhere you can to change the attitudes of this education system and the legislators so that they can understand we got to do something to stop this communist spread in this country. This is the Gunny Out.